Hi, I'm Raylene Taskowski, and I've talked to over 10,000 women about sex over the past decade. Welcome to the Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast. Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like... How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And... How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also... Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree. It's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. (laughs) You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. (laughs) Welcome to the Stand-Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guests. And today my guest is Mike Pelletier. Hello. Who I know absolutely nothing about. I met him on a comedy Facebook page and I said, who wants to talk about sex? Yeah, that makes sense. So I definitely know, you know, a little bit about you because I did go back to that episode you asked me to listen to. And then I listened to every episode since then. Really? Mo Green is is a, is a acquaintance. Yeah. Well, I I enjoyed that. Have you met him? Yeah. Oh yeah. We've had some conversations. That's why I say acquaintance because we have spoken multiple times, but I wouldn't say friend yet, you know? I, I have gotten to the point where everybody's a friend and nobody's really a friend. Everybody's just somebody I know. Yeah. Well, words, words, I try to put some weight to my words. So if I yeah. call you a friend, you know, when uh-huh. I, I might want to back it up someday. And then somebody comes in, oh, hey, you said we're friends. I'll be like, ah, you know, that, I yeah. was using that friend light that day. Yeah. I use friend, uh, friendly and acquaintance. And I, I know that my list of actual friends are like, my three daughters and my husband and maybe one or two other people, like people that I could call if I was in jail. Yeah. I got a short list too. <laughs> right. I actually got to check in on one of them. He seems upset with me. I hope not. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's worse. Yeah. Mo was, <coughs> Mo was fun. I've he known, is fun. I've known He's, Mo. Have you, you must've seen him perform. You talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been on, I was on one of his shows and I've seen him perform. And the reason I thought to ask, ask him was uh, he just did a bit, about um uh, i don't know it had something to do with the election and somebody said something oh the fly the fly on uh the fly on the head on the head and somebody had made i don't know some joke about calling black people flies or something and he was like what are you guys talking about the the only time black people ever fly is when they look good <laughs> and, I was, and I was just like, this is hysterical. All right. that's a, that is a good joke. I'm sitting here like, I don't know if I believe that setup really happened, but that's that punchline delivers. <laughs> I, I actually watched like, and it's weird because I like Mo, but sometimes he's too much. So I have to snooze, snooze him for 30 days. And then, <laughs> and then he comes back and it's like my whole entire Facebook feed is just nothing but Mo. And I'm like, you know, Facebook, I have like almost 4,000 friends. Don't you think you could, like, if I snooze somebody, you could just, like, shuffle them in slowly? Why does it have to be literally every post that they've done while they were gone show up at one time? <laughs> I've got the smallest friends list, just so it's the friends, you know? The word has some weight to it. It's only the people I care to see what they're doing today. And I still, still, multiple people that I actually, I don't know, I didn't check the bell or something. Their stuff doesn't come <laughs> up for me, <laughs> even though there's... I try to keep the number at 69. I think it's at 64 right now because people, uh, oh, we spat wow. and I lose friends. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Mine is um, customers from years and years and years of doing my parties. So even even if I really hate somebody, the worst that will happen is I'll unfollow them because if they still 
like decide one day they want to buy a sex toy from me, I'd be like, Smart. hey, friend, what's up? Smart. <laughs> I, I, I decided to remove somebody, and I instead of doing that, I was like, here's why I'm removing you. And then they, <laughs> they, they sent me a, a message afterwards, and they said, hey, uh, when are you going to be performing next? Maybe you're funnier live than in your videos. And I was like, oh, you were a fan, and I've upset you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Because there's been, like, I had a bartender that I, because I friend everybody on Facebook. If I sit next to you on the airplane on the way somewhere and I meet you, we're friends. Like, that's it. We're going to be friends on Facebook now. And there was a bartender and I went to message her one day to say, hey, you know, we're thinking of coming over. And she had unfriended me. And I was like, oh, I wonder, wonder what happened. And then mm. I realized that uh, she had done some shady shit at work. And she had, so it was like one of those bars where they have like a, a customer card and if you spend so much you get free stuff okay. and so she had made a card for us but she kept it there and whenever she had big parties if they didn't have a card she was putting it on our card and I mean I wasn't saying no so I'm kind of complicit in this but I also didn't ask her to do it and then one day we went in and she goes oh yeah there were two huge parties this weekend and I used your card and I remember thinking to myself that seems like that's going to be easy to spot as a fraud Right. Yeah, so, two on the same day. <laughs> yeah. And they were like huge two parties. Huge parties. <laughs> and so then she, and so then like a week later, she had unfriended me on Facebook. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then the next time I went into the bar, they were like, yeah, no, she got fired. She was doing some shady shit. And, I was like, and they're like, what's Maybe your name? She thought you, you ratted on her. Uh, why would I do that? I don't know. Why would she remove you? Because she got in trouble for something that involved you. I don't know. But maybe, maybe like moving on with that part of her life and kind of like passing a the book on you. Yeah. For some reason. I I don't know. I felt I felt bad because I was like I could have told you not to do that. You know, like why would you use it twice in one weekend for two huge parties when it's going to be super obvious that nobody's doing that. Um, but I really liked her. So then I felt bad. Like I'm, I'm, I felt bad that she got fired. I felt bad that she got fired because she was basically doing something that would have benefited me. Um, and then we stopped going to that bar. Was it, was it benefiting you or was she just keeping the points? No, she was going to give us the points. It's just, oh. it had never got like, I never even got to that point. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Silly. And, and it's, you know, kind of silly. I, I mean, you would be like cheating at Chili's. That's no big deal. So what if, Anyway, maybe she was doing I'm, it for a bunch of other people too. But I got no 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 kindness in my heart for any restaurant person right now because I ordered that food from uh, my favorite restaurant. Oh. So now my favorite restaurant is now like associated with just the association. You know how right. that connection gets made, and now you're you're it's ruined. That's life for you. Yeah, and uh. I try to always use. Um, correlation not causation like just because i got sick after i went to that restaurant doesn't mean that's why i got sick but if you're throwing I mean, I up could blame food. it on the i could blame it on the eight beers or whatever but eight beers is less than the 12 beers in the liquor i normally drink so i don't feel like <laughs> i don't feel like it was that uh, yeah. but whatever you, whatever you threw up last you can't eat for a while so <laughs> yeah the um the restaurants in the same building i worked work oh. at so it's like the other half of the building the guy who owns the restaurant the time. owns the yeah i didn't even think of that i'm friends with the chef i'm gonna have to tell him like hey buddy you know uh i thought we were friends <laughs> i use the word friends oh my gosh yeah <laughs> you know it's weird one night i had I, I used to work at foxwoods in um i was the secretary in the in the kitchen so i knew all of the chefs and one night 
I'd gone out with friends and we'd gone out to dinner. And then later that night I got really, really, really sick. And so I called one of the chefs and I was like, there might be a problem with some of the food. And it turned out I had a cyst on my ovary and that's why I was so sick. And then I had to feel bad because I blamed the food and it was really my body just attacking me. Yeah. I mean, today was the day that I was thinking like, it would be a great day to just kind of like turn some habits around, you know, like we've, we've finally gotten through the chaos of the election season. I've got a podcast thing coming up. So, so I, I should maybe get some exercise and be like at the top of my game when I'm doing that. And I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to like turn my life around on Monday. And then the, the powers that be were like, we're going to start you off with a purge brother. 2020 <laughs> that- has hit you again. <laughs> oh man. Crazy year. Well, I'll just back up real quick and let you know that uh, he he's got uh, uh, food oh, yeah. poisoning. Yeah, we started. We talked about that before recording. we started. So I feel just good, so though. everybody doesn't feel way off. Got a smile on, on my face, a laugh in my heart. So I'm feeling okay right now. I hope that <laughs> stays up. Yes. But. So when I posted on the thing uh, on the Facebook page, looking for people who want to talk about sex, you said something specific, and I had to <laughs> Google it. Even though I've been doing talking about sex for 14 years, somebody always comes up with something I don't know what the fuck you're saying. So that was a little like a that was a little bit of uh, urbanism that you know you might have had. I, that, when I used that phrase, it was from this dirt dog prank call video uh, of this rapper's sound bites that, that I don't even know some radio show did. And he's like, my name is Dirt Dog. And, and he would say like these crazy things and they do crank calls and, and, and they'd be like, hello. Like, oh, my name is Dirt Dog. Can you help me get a little piece of ass? Or and and I, I just loved it. I love it. I, I, I So I use the expression. And then it's also like a really dirty hot dog. So it's great for like... Uh, great for like a sexual uh uh innuendo yeah so i just threw it down there hoping to spark some interest and and i'm glad that worked it made me giggle because i was like i i don't know what that is so i had to look it up and now i don't even remember what it was but it's like a philly uh hot dog if you like punch dirt dog into the into google and it's it's just the goal is all hot dog ingredients you pile them on top until it's as dirty as it can be. So it's just a big sloppy hot dog, which was just a happy accident when I said, I've been dirt dogging. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, yeah. And then after I um, pitched, you know, involving me for that way, I, I turned to my girlfriend and I was like, oh, I'm going to be on a sex podcast. And she was like, <laughs> you know, like you discussing your sex life impacts me. Right. And I was like, ah, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I kind of like implied I'd go deep with the dirty stuff too. So no, no, I mean, the whole importance of the podcast and my comedy show in general and my TED talk is that the more we talk about sex, the more we take the stigma off of it. Um, like we're supposed to enjoy sex. We're supposed to like sex. It's supposed to be good. Orgasms are supposed to be good. And we all walk around acting like we don't have sex. And if we do, we're dirty. Yeah. And, and that's I mean, ridiculous. So yeah, sometimes people get a little bit overboard in their storytelling. Um, I took a good solid 20 minutes out of Mo's podcast. No kidding. Oh gosh. Yeah, no. Are you, you couldn't tell? Oh no, I couldn't actually. I did notice that we got to the end and, and he was like, you had this moment where you were like, Oh, you have any stories you want to tell? And he was like, well, I don't really know. Like, what should I tell? And then there, there, there were no really like story. So yeah, the, I cut one out. Just, ah, <laughs> ah. Oh man. I might, I might, 
twist your arm after this and try to get that off air, but I don't know. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try to be careful because I mean, I had, I had one woman on a podcast out her current boyfriend's ex-wife is having herpes. Oh yeah. And I was like, that's... yeah, I'm not posting. I'm not, nope. That's not going in there. <laughs> that one's like right in the, like right in the, right in the red zone though, because that could have been like a socially positive thing if she's like, <laughs> You know, it's not her story to tell. If, if I, yeah, you're right. No, it's it, it isn't. But also, you could have saved the, saved a, a couple uh, sexual partners from. Well, I mean, I don't even know if the girl's out doing anything, but it's just yeah. you know, I, I will, I will edit. There's two things I'll edit out. One, anything Man. that makes me sound like a dumbass. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's but good content, though. <laughs> only, oh, I I think I've only edited out one thing, and it was just like a very short snippet that was not part of what we were talking about we just went off on a weird tangent and i'm like i don't think people know <laughs> and that. you just foot in mouth real quick and you're like yeah. why did i even bring that up right and, and like if <laughs> i say that mad. around a couple of friends it's one thing we're like why did yeah. you say that and it's the uh, end of it but if you put it out on the internet forget about it that, that's that oversharing habit yeah coming into a podcast uh right and then and then occasionally if a story goes just way off track and that's what happened the story just went off track and it didn't really hit it it was it was more gross than funny like I dry heaved during the middle of it, and I'm like, ah, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't even want to think about dry heaving. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I'm so sorry. The um, I, I think a happy balance is just beep, beep the name, and if your like podcast audience is a circle close enough to your life that people connect dots and be like, oh my god, I know what that means, then I could see how that's uh, an issue. But you know, you, that hey, you know what you you missed out on putting it in. People go crazy. There's a buzz about it. It gets some attention, maybe a few more viewers. So maybe, you know, whatever you, you spare, spare relationship. Can't go wrong. Put the good, interesting, juicy stuff in. Can't go right. Wrong. You caught a little tiny bit of it. If at the very end you heard himself, she put, if he said she put it in my mouth, that was part of the story. And it was just a little whisper at the end where I, it looked like it could have been a different funny story, but it was part of the bigger funny story. So I, I listened to the one you recommended and then the ones that have come out afterwards. I didn't go in the other. No, that directions. was Mo. That, that was, was Mo. Mo. Oh, yeah. I think I might've noticed. Yeah. Like, like that that's random. Part. That's because it was part of the story that I asked. <sighs> okay. Well, so how old are you? You said, how old are you? I'm 25, right? 25. 20, 26 maybe. It's 2020. I was born in April 94. I might be 26 years old. <laughs> yeah, I think the math works on that one. I think I'm 26. You know what? I judge you, but my husband and I, our birthdays are three days apart. And at one point, we forgot to turn in 31. <laughs> yeah, like, I get that. we just kept saying we were 30. And I told a friend of mine, like, I'm going to be 31 this year. And she's like, no, you're going to be 32 this year. And I said, no, I'm going to be 31. <laughs> and I did the math. She goes, no, you're the same age as my husband. And I'm like, Did, well, he already had his birthday. She goes, no, his birthday's next month. So I'm sitting there with a calculator. And I'm like, you know, whatever year it was, I think it was like 90, uh, I don't know, it must have been 2004 or something. 2004 minus 1968. And I'm like, that says I'm 31. I'm not 31. So I called my dad and I'm like, dad, how, how many years have been married? He goes, 31, we're about to be 32. And I'm like, that's, mm, so that, that means I'm sense. 31. And, yeah, and he's sense. like, yeah, you're 31. And I was like, and I called Mike and I said, how old are we? And he goes, he says, we're 30. And I'm like, we're not, we're 31. <laughs> like, like both of that, us. That like uh, group 
you know, misinformation <laughs> there is a little bit funny, but I could definitely see how that happens. You just, ah, 30, why bother throwing that extra syllable in there? Exactly. And then a year goes by, the habit turns to reality. Well, the weird thing is, is I've always rounded my age up because I generally look pretty good for my age. And so I round, like, I round it up so that people are like, wow, you don't look like you're that old. And so in that case, I just didn't. I just stayed 30 for an extra year. Now I'm starting to look my age. It's, I, was, I got the I, old man uh, face. Yeah, well, on Zoom, I've got it set. So it, um, there's a Zoom setting where it can, uh, enhances your appearance. Like it takes your wrinkles out and shit. So I look much younger oh, on oh, Zoom. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, is it doing it to me? I don't know. <laughs> I can only see my little box at the top, but I look yeah. like but yeah so um i'm actually gonna be 52 this year but i've been telling everybody i'm 52 since i turned 51 so i'm i'm just weird that way all right so you're 26 how old were you when you lost your virginity that would be 16 that would that was like so we did the thing where you know i'm asking i'm asking i'm asking because we've been dating for six months and kind of like <laughs> she came on my radar because i had heard she in middle school she was like you know, experimenting with hand jobs and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. Wait, I mean, clearly she's only getting older, so these things should escalate. And uh, <laughs> she's, so that six months of, of, you know, not not escalating, but actually, you know, the hand jobs and stuff, finally six turned months in. Six of getting to know her for no reason. I just want my dick whacked. <laughs> literally, though, and, and she broke up with me, like, immediately afterwards. Like, I think she waited a week, and then she was like, I want this relationship's over. So here I thought, you know, Aww. here I was the dirt dogger, but then I became the dirt dog. Yeah. And well, there's a, there could be a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in her head for why that happened. Different guy. Like immediately after, oh. it's just a better guy. <laughs> He's cooler, more attractive looking. <laughs> better guy. <laughs> Maybe he heard she puts out. And he so was, now he was on her radar. <laughs> maybe yeah that could have gone down that way yeah he yeah she was on his radar whatever that relationship was so like typical young relationship though where you're breaking yeah. up and getting back together multiple times a day so it yeah. really did just have to get to that point and she ripped the band-aid off but uh one thing that from that relationship i've always like loved and now that I'm talking to a sexual education person, it's worth bringing up. Some really people just a sex toy lady. <laughs> oh, no kidding. I have oh. lots of knowledge, but I don't have any, you know, like I don't have any degrees or anything, but I do have a lot of knowledge. So go then, for it. We'll just shoot the shit then. <laughs> um, we, well, we, I found out that blue balls is real during that relationship. No. So that's something that some people have disputed. Uh, I've heard Oh, my chair is sinking down. Nope. it just does that sometime it's worn out <laughs> so um maybe your chair was embarrassed that you just said blue balls <laughs> it's like we're gonna get him out of this this is not a topic of interest well i i've experienced it you know we were in a we were in Bluebeck square we were in an alleyway and then a, a, a person strolling past in the neighborhood spooked us so you know we jump off jump away zip up you know carrying on with our business and we're in a bookstore. I start walking on borders. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, what? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to die. I'm like, I need to sit down right here. Like, <laughs> in, the middle of the, in the middle of the store, I'm like, I, I think we need to go finish. Like, this is blue balls. Like, I don't know. The only thing that I have to fix this. I can only think of one way to fix it. And she starts giving me like this. He's being an asshole. Like, he's lying to me. He's trying to guilt me into right. con continuing what we are 
have stopped to do it. We're in a bookstore now. Uh, and no, nah, it was just real and in like most one of the most painful experiences uh, of my life. It's ep I, I don't know how to say the first word. Epididymal E P I D I D Y M A L hypertension. It refers to aching or painful testicles, which some people experience after sexual arousal that does not result oh in orgasm. So <laughs> my understanding is that if you know, your body gets the process, it gets that gunk all up into the chamber and it wants it out. And then when nothing happens and it needs to work its way back into the machinery, it causes pain. Yeah. So, that's... yeah. so I mean, it is a thing, but yeah. <laughs> How, how to how to cure it you should have just rubbed it off you should have just gone to the bathroom in the borders <laughs> i might have i'm trying to you would not be experience. the first person to masturbate in a borders oh my god there's zero chance that that would be true <laughs> that's fine <laughs> so, sorry about that distraction you want to come say hi you might as well come say hi yeah i might as well yeah you gotta talk in the microphone hi hi girlfriend how are you good how are you i'm good Thanks for letting yeah, him talk about sex. Yeah. <laughs> what? She said we're talking about sex. Great. Give him some pointers. Oh, it's worst case scenario. <laughs> worst case scenario. So did you say she beat cancer this year? Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Well, she should be the one that has the questions. Yeah. Well, that would be something that I've considered bringing up, but because we're in like an important stage of having to sort of our sexual relationship sort of come back together yeah. it doesn't to me it doesn't seem like something i would put on a public forum so that's why um, i wasn't really planning on getting into that because uh right. i want because uh, this is important to me so right. for, to nurture it the right way i think it's something that should be private all right. but I, all of that what do you think no 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 that's not necessarily to be erased i'm just saying that's the reason why i'm thinking maybe it's not the best idea to talk about my sex life on, with my current partner oh, in a public, oh, oh, oh. Uh, on a public forum. But what would you think about that? Well, I can just tell you, right. Did she have chemotherapy? Yes, she did. All right. So chemotherapy can affect a woman's body to lubricate for up to 10 years afterwards. So lubrication is always going to be important. So providing okay. an outside lubrication source, don't even bother to question it. Just don't do even it. Think, just do it. Yeah. Just we, do we, it. We've basically been there, but. Yeah, but now you sense. can you can know that it's because a lot of guys I don't know why but they get stupid about lubricant. They're like, I should be able to arouse you, and I'm like, I'm fucking aroused. I'm sorry that my body is not producing enough lubrication to make you happy. Yeah, right. Because there's a shit ton of medications that also affect a woman's body to lubricate. So yeah. always just use lubrication, especially in this situation. She's going; her body's naturally could have issues for up to ten years on that. Boy, that's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> well, Do I have like, to be working through things right. for 10 years? Well, I mean, realistically, yeah. I mean, you should pretty much just always have lube on hand because, like I said, there's so many birth control pills, antidepressants, um, antihistamines, all kinds of things affect a woman's body to lubricate properly. So you should always just have it on hand and never use it as, never use it as a, a, a crutch that, you know, she's not aroused enough or you're not doing enough. And that's where there's a lot of issues as is people start to take it on to that. It's like when a guy has ED when a, and a woman gets upset, you don't love me. It's, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. Right. So the same thing with lubrication really has nothing to do with you. Has to do with just what our bodies are producing at the time. So use lube. Yeah. The, I, I completely agree. All right. So you got any questions? <sighs> no. 
Well, actually, I was thinking that that's like kind of an interesting talking point. I, I was already asking about um, what do you think about, you know, you're, you're doing a podcast now and you already are actually a very public about your sex life because <laughs> do sex based comedy and uh, yes. sales. <laughs> so, yep. so what, what do you think the impact of like taking your, that, that part of like something that's usually intimate between your partner and kind of putting it out into the world, uh, kind of impact that can have? That's actually a really good question. My husband did not like me doing comedy, but he didn't mind when I started doing stand-up comedy sex ed. I heard you talk what, about this. Which is funny though, because the more I talk about it, the better he gets. <laughs> that makes sense. Be, yeah. You know, and I'm just making, like I told him once upon a time that comedy is like 90% making up shit based on 10% of what was real. And so I'm taking a little bit of something that you did or you said or you whatever, and I'm blowing it up to make it funny. But, you know, the reality still comes back to, you know, the, the facts are the facts or the things that are funny that we find out about our partners and whatever. And he, I don't, <laughs> I mean, we've been together for 20, well, 26 years and it never stops getting better. And I That's think good. it's because I'm talking about it yeah. with Stranger. And he's putting like, all right, some, well, now I got to fix in. that. <laughs> but we he's did, always been good. <laughs> we did get to that sort of a stage where we, we were like, neither of us are really happy with our sex life. And this is before even cancer was um, in the mix. And we just decided, well, it's you're going to have to put effort into addressing that. You know, right. it's not just going to. You have one, to talk one, if about I start it. trying to get my abs nicer, it's not going to make our, our sex life all of a sudden be nicer, which right. would be like a low, low brow approach towards maybe trying to get more action I might so, have taken. We've been yeah. together for almost six years now, right? Over six years, she's telling me. Don't feel bad. I forgot how old I was earlier. Yes. 26, right? Yeah. <laughs> Over six years. <laughs> There's a... Um... It, the communication is so important, which is why the stand-up comedy sex ed show is so important. Because then when people leave the show, they're talking about the stuff that I talked about in the show. Yeah. And it's a way to bring up a conversation that they hadn't been able to have before. And, I, I like that. And it's like getting everybody randy. So maybe you're, it's kind yeah. of like a pro tip if you want to get, you know, like stimulate tonight. something tonight. <laughs> yeah. Go talk about, go to a thing that talks about sex all night. We had, a, I had one friend who was there and it was only like her second date night with the guy and, you know, like that was, she brought him to the show cause she was a friend of mine and she goes, and we had such a great conversation about sex before we'd ever had sex. And that's something that I'd never been able to have with a partner before. Cause it's awkward. It is awkward to bring up sex unless you're me, in which case I bring it up all the freaking time. Yeah. But I had, I had been selling the products that I sell for, I think probably five or six years and I was faking my orgasms for like an entire year. And, you know, like I would wait for him to be done and then he'd go in the bathroom and I'd just quickly rub it off, you know? Mm. And, and I said to myself, you know, after like an entire year of this and I, and I thought, you know what, how can you be telling other women how to be more comfortable about sex when you're not even comfortable talking to your own husband about it or fixing it? Yeah. And so then I had to figure out, you know, what it was going to take for us to come together again, because that's what we used to do all the time. And, you know, it had to have a conversation and we had to, you know, change the way we're doing things. And then it got good again. But it, we had like I had to address 
that there was an issue. I had to first acknowledge this isn't, I don't want to spend the rest of my life faking my orgasms because I didn't used to have to. So it's all about having that conversation. So there's like the making it public necessarily maybe didn't have so much of an impact, but because you were talking about the things he was doing wrong and he was listening and saying, maybe take a note here, or maybe a Google search about how to go in a different direction there. And he started to step his game up. But did you have any sort of ever conversation where he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm where he maybe said like, I'm a man. I like people knowing I'm being a man at home or maybe the other direction. He got really mad after one of my comedy shows because I, I used to tell this story and I probably will again, if I ever get back on stage. Um, and, and the premise was being um, in a long-term relationship or being married is like being on a sex diet. Like you have a menu and not like a diet, but like, this is your menu. And this is the only, you know, you're at the cheesecake factory and this is all you can't get McDonald's at the cheesecake factory. Right. And so that's what sex is. And you can add things to the menu. You can take things off the menu, but you're not allowed to be off your menu. Right. Yeah. And then, and the, and it comes out just like, doesn't matter how cute that cupcake is. It's not on your menu. Yeah. Right. And so then I'm talking about I, how I never wanted to start dating again because the guys, yeah. they, they just don't, you know, and I was at a bar and I saw this guy and he's really cute and he's looking, I'm looking at him because he looks like Logan from Gilmore Girls. And he's looking at me probably because I look desperate. <laughs> and I go to leave the bar and this kid comes up to me and he's standing, he is right in my airspace. And I'm oh, breathing his COVID, air and he's guys. breathing my air. My, and, and I'm just thinking to myself, don't lick that cupcake. Right? <laughs> so that's the premise of it. That's the point of that whole joke. And then this kid looks at me and he swears, and I swear in a stack of Bibles, he says, I will fuck the shit out of you. <sighs> and then I started laughing because I was like, are you serious? That's your pickup line? That's his pitch. <laughs> all, everything's on the table. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, I'm old enough to be your mother. Did you believe him? Like, did you hear truth in his words? I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just started laughing. So I was like, that cannot be. Well, the reality is I could tell he was much, much, much younger than me, even from across the room. It's like he's like a jackrabbit. Yeah, yeah, he probably wouldn't have been able to do anything to me. But I was like, seriously? Fuck the shit out of me? There's a lot of other things I'd rather you fuck out of me. Like the orgasm. How about if you fucking orgasm out of me? I would be pro. I mean, that would have been a so, much better selling point. Okay. That's great. That is a great critique right there. All right. And, and <laughs> an important note to make about the material, because to me, I think like, well, I could see how that would work, but that could also be showing how, did, how not a woman and not in tune with what works for women. I am. Right. Because I could definitely, especially if he's like handsome and if you already caught your eyes and, and you know, he, he assumed what you assumed that you know he's down and he knows you're desperate. Maybe he's like, this is, this, I'm going to just get this. I'm going to go kick this up. But, he probably uh, should have started like, I'll make you come so hard. Like, I, yep. Okay. But not, I'll fuck the shit out of you. Like, yeah, which isn't even appealing. Like, because if, 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 you, if you think about it, literally, right. you know, if that's, if you're maybe a stroke right. of autism and you go like, right. I would dirty my sheets up pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that might not get you in the mood. Do you have the right lube for that? <laughs> like, yeah. But anyway, that particular joke 
um, the first part of it about the, so I get off stage and it was a really good, like 15 minutes and I felt good about it. And I got off the stage and I go sit down next to him and he, and he's just, and my husband, when he's angry or upset, he exudes anger and upset. And I'm like, what the fuck did I say? Mm -hmm. So then we leave and we go home and, and he's like, oh, so having sex with me is like being on a diet. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right no, now? Diets make you feel really good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he says, so that's when the whole day was like, listen, it's a joke. Like I, t like, so then I told him, I said, from now on, you're not allowed to come to any of my comedy shows. Not, not dealing with you. And then I, I was <sighs> at, um, I was going into another club and he's like, well, do you want me to come with you? And I'm like, no, I told, I'm serious. I am dead serious. You are not coming again and not dealing with you. And he's like, well, do you want to go have a drink ahead of time? And, uh, and then I'll just stay in the bar and I won't go into this showroom. And I'm like, fine. So we go there and I've got a bunch of my friends show up and they're like, Hey Mike, you want to come sit with us? And by then he had had a couple of drinks cause he knew I wasn't going to drink cause I was going on stage. Okay. And, yeah. and, uh, and he's like, no, I can't. And they're like, why? He goes, I don't behave. <laughs> like okay you've learned your lesson you can, now he comes to shit now that he's seen me do the stand-up comedy sex ed and he's seen like the the trajectory of where all of the jokes fit in the timeline he doesn't get it he doesn't get pissy anymore and and he really likes the stand-up comedy sex ed like he's very supportive of that also very good but that that did really he did get pissy in the beginning about me talking about sex and now he doesn't because he know now he knows now he can see i'm not i'm not teasing him i'm basically teasing percentages of men yeah large percentages <laughs> yeah that's okay that's good i um i i just don't talk my girlfriends ask me like what do what do my friends think about our sex life and i don't ever bring that up you know that's there's nothing i don't see anything good that uh my friends knowing Anything yeah, probably how that not. Goes is, is anything good about it? You know, even when I was in high school, I was like, I'm not going to jeopardize <laughs> what's yeah. what's amazing in my life that you guys haven't figured out how to cook up yet because you well, want to hear about it because it's not in your life, you know. So, I mean, what? I mean, I don't want to get too nosy because you already said you don't want to get too too crazy, but I'd love to give tips if I have them. Um, what do you think the main problem is? Is it now? Okay. Cause I know that you said she's had cancer. Is there an arousal issue or for a long time? It was like a ships in the night issue, which was just like, sometimes I'm ready. I'm down and sometimes she's down and they just aren't overlapping and we wouldn't like bend, you know, there's no flexibility. Like, Oh, you're in the mood. I'm not. Well, I'll, I'll just like start shaking my shoulders loose and get some work done today. And, and then vice versa. Obviously. So that's communication. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. And then on my end, it's kind of like if a girl says no, it's there's like this cultural thing where if you push it or, you know, I mean, there's a right way to do it. But for right. a while I was like, no, nah, I can't push it. Then I'm an asshole. And, and, uh, you know, we've worked past that. Yeah. Yeah. Bit. Well, there's, there's also, and this is what people have to under, understand um, on both sides, is that men are um, reactive and women are responsive. So you guys, when you get aroused, it's usually pretty easy. You just You're ready to go. Women need that foreplay. They're responsive. So, the, the, you know, and it can't just be, and this is the worst thing, and I think every single guy is guilty of it, 
you don't touch us at all. And then one day you just grab her boob and that's code for we're having sex tonight. And it's like, that's yeah. what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> or like you said, uh, get, get the rubby touchies in the morning before you get out of bed. And it's like, all right, I know what this means. <laughs> right. And, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but there's no, like, there's no, 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 like talking about it. It's just like, maybe this will kickstarter gear. I'm rubbing her back. Nice. <laughs> right. So there has, there has to be more than that. And, and there also has to be like a, not a never say no, but don't say no unless there's really a reason to say no. Because yeah. many, many, Tell many. Did you hear that? She can't hear it. You're she wearing said, She said never say no. She said that's literally not, never ever say said. no if you want to have a happy sexual relationship. <laughs> it's not what I said. She's waving. Said. She's like, that's exactly right. <laughs> No, she didn't say that. <laughs> but there does have there <laughs> there has to be like um like I said, most of the time women need the time to get aroused and I t and I talk about that in my show. It's just like you're like, "Nah, I don't really want to." Uh, all right, fine. I will. I will. Oh, it's great. And then afterwards you're just like, "That was such a good idea. I'm glad you thought of it." Yeah. And so unless there's really a reason to say no, like, you know, I, I really don't feel good. Um, I'm gassy. It should be a really fair one. Let me out of it. It's like, <laughs> a good one. Or, um, or you're mad. You know, if you're just, you're just mad about something. You know what, like, though? That one turns to sex often. It, yeah. yeah, but that's Oops. a different kind of mad. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah. that's when you know you have to start talking to each other is if you don't want to have sex with your partner because you're mad at them you've got to start talking to each other because that shouldn't be but there was i mean i can say we've been married 25 years i've probably said no no more than 15 times and most Camp of the time over here. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time it's it was either i didn't feel well and i think twice it was because i was like steaming pissed and i was yeah. like and i'm not having sex with you i'm not ready to get over this, this. <laughs> yeah. i still haven't gotten over it um it's actually just put it aside sex is more important right well i mean i'm i still get mad when i think about it but it was 11 years ago this week i earned a trip to, to hawaii and with my company and it was me nice. and my husband and my two kids and we went we did the trip to maui and then we went over to um oahu for another five days and then we came home so we spent nine nine days in hawaii and and in and in half of the days we were in a separate room from the kids and in all of the days on oahu yeah i can't i can't either way we did not have sex in hawaii and oh. i was like and you were like you fucked up <laughs> i was i was livid i was like i earned us a trip to hawaii and i don't get an orgasm while i'm here so, <laughs> so mad. that's so bad so then we i could say the same thing i've taken two trips to hawaii and i have nothing to show for it and uh -huh. that's but did you bring a partner no i left her behind which was probably <laughs> my first mistake <laughs> right well then you should not have had an orgasm in hawaii <laughs> i planned that you're right you're correct right. I, I planned the trip before we started dating and then we, i met this girl and i, I was like Oh, you know, I'm going to Hawaii soon, and like I have an apartment, you know, like nobody else had an apartment when we were like <laughs> 19 years old. Yeah. And and uh, she's like, man, this dude, he's got an apartment, and he's leaving in a month. <laughs> like, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> it was a great relationship that ended almost as soon as I came home. <laughs> Aww.
Well, we, anyway, when we got back from Hawaii the first night, he's all rubbing up on me and I was like, I did the, the starfish. And, <laughs> and, and after like 15 minutes, he rolled over and went to bed and he didn't say anything. And then the next day he tried again and I starfished. And finally he goes, what is wrong? And I was like, we did not have sex in Hawaii. I was so mad. That's justified, honestly. Like you got, you got. I'm 100% on your on your page there. That should should have happened. At least but on the still, beach. Still, why didn't I say anything when we were in Hawaii? Fair. I wasn't gonna pull that one up on you, but you know, it should go without saying. Right. And as a man, you know, I feel there's an expectation that he's regularly trying, anyways. Right. So but that was possible. it. Was just a. Like, and I, so the, the thing is like, I mean, we've been together for 25, I don't initiate. That's just not my thing. Um, uh, I really, there's no, no particular reason. Sometimes I do in the middle of the night, if I can't sleep and I'm going to rub one off and I'm like, I got some stories about that. I'll just, he's there, but that's not even initiating. I just get on and use him as a toy. That's, he wakes up and he's like, Oh, I don't know what happened, but that was a good dream. So I said maybe I was a little uncomfortable talking about my, you know, she's right over there. She's here. And so maybe this one reflects on me badly. So I'm just, I'm going to pitch go for from it, the man. angle of like, look at how much of an asshole I am. So here I am. And, and I, I go, you know, I'm, I'm wishing we had more sex, but on, on a few occasions, just like that, like you said, she, she, she wants to initiate it in the middle of the night. And I am, not cool about it <laughs> i'm no. like you wake me up from a sleep i'm like what the fuck's going on i'm like disrespectful i'm like i'm trying to sleep I'm like, it's just really? and then and then i have a knee-jerk reaction i was like i just missed up on something awesome fuck yeah. <laughs> but in that split second where you're waking me up out of my slumber and i'm just like always shitty just no. not cool yeah so, i mean i figure if the erection is there I don't know. Maybe she didn't check. Did you check for, for an erection first? <laughs> she said no. Yeah. If it's already there, just top on pop. That's what I she said. said. She said, why would she touch my penis when she's sleeping? I feel like she doesn't get the exciting aspect of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just sometimes I feel like if I'm just going to masturbate, then, it, but he's there, I feel like it's kind of just cheating him out. So I might as well let him participate. That's fair. And then I won't I'll do the make any ones. accusations. But that's a very fair point. <laughs> and then in the morning, n- not often, but every now and then, if I see him, mo- like, especially if I want to do something, like if I want to go somewhere, Later in the day. if I can start him off with an orgasm for the day, then I know that I get what I want for the rest of Smart. the day. Smart thinking. <laughs> so. I mean, that's playing 4D chess on two chords <laughs> at once. <laughs> exactly. So if I wake up and he's over there and he's got the morning wood, you know, and then he just, he's sleeping. And about all of a, a sudden sale he realized, that you weren't sure you'd make it to. <laughs> I could just see it in his like brain when he's sleeping. I could just see how his brain goes from asleep to what a hell of a dream this is to, to awake going, oh yes, this is happening. Nice. That's awesome. That was, and the rest of the day I'm good. We flirted with some um, ideas about, well, maybe we should revisit those conversations at a later date. Cause that does seem exciting. Also drawing back around to like this you know where our cultural norms are at now that's also like you need yes for consent every single time and uh that goes against that unless you're gonna just like do a light shake shake awake like hey i got a quick yes and then even if you ask the day before you know i always feel differently (laughs) about my opinions and my moods after a good night's sleep so yeah 
I could I could see that I'm sexually molesting him, but I also don't see him ever complaining about it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I mean, but let's not normalize um, <laughs> that word. Sexing. <laughs> that, that no molestation. That one needs to keep its heavy uh, right. its heaviness to it. Yes. All right. So, what's your <sighs> favorite position? Mine personally, uh, I mean, I feel like I need to come up with something more exciting, but it's like straight up doggy style or whatever. Like from There's behind. nothing bad about doggy style. It's nah, literally that's the good. best. It's awesome. Is it also your girlfriend's favorite? I don't know. Would you feel comfortable sharing what your favorite sexual position is? Could be with me or otherwise. Well, you've been together for six years, so <laughs> six better years. be with you. <laughs> <laughs> six years Can you hear her? Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you only do two. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, you only do the same two. Oh, come on. I try. I try. You know what? To be fair, those are the two best that, you know, doggy style and regular. Yeah. Missionary. What about that, like, that Kama Sutra one where this is like a fire post and you're like the Eiffel Tower above it coming down? What about that one? That's awesome. <laughs> Catch that? No, what'd you say? You said missionary with an elevated back. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. which, like, yeah. I, and oh, I, and that, the other that, one that's popular is woman on top. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not big on that one. I'm not. I hate that one. Uh, I only cowgirl? do that. I only do that. She's when working she's on sleeping. it. She, she's trying to get there. She does. She said she was too weak for a while, but she is building that leg strength up again, and we do kind of treat it like. Once the legs, uh, exercise. the once the what are those the acid, the lactic acids in oh, the thighs? Yeah. I go like thanks, thank you, and we roll over, and I, can, <laughs> and I gotta get the like full marathon of workout. <laughs> That's oh, okay. how That's long? My job. How long do you think it takes you to have sex? So it's either like it's either like this is as fast as it can be, and I'm either going like I hope that you that was okay with you this time, you know, like not, that this wasn't one where you wanted the orgasm. There is never one where we don't want the orgasm, never. But there are some times where she really isn't like up for the fight. <laughs> no, and, you know what though? Let me tell you, Michael, I'm calling you out on this one then you need to do more foreplay. Okay, and she's telling be, me I need to do more foreplay. And and it doesn't have to head. feel like foreplay. It has to feel like you care about her. So like when I was on um, antidepressants, it would take me forever to orgasm. But how we would, what he would do is just a massage. And he would okay. take the massage and I brought then, my massage table up recently. Well, it doesn't have to be that kind of massage. That's pervy. Oh. <laughs> It's the best I mean, place to get a massage. No, no, but I mean like a massage where it goes places that are, you know, it's a foreplay massage. So it starts nice and it's relaxing so that especially since her body is healing, it's relaxing, but then it moves into the places where a real massage would not go and it helps draw the blood flow. And it takes longer, but it is 100% easier to have. An, and, and if you've got to let her orgasm first before you start, and then do your quick wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Then you both we, came, we, and that's all. We that tried, we tried, and just so you know, you're in for a treat, lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, well, I was getting to it, or it's the other hand where I, I sometimes <laughs> we just stop because it's not going to happen, and she's in pain, and I'm yeah totally exhausted from trying and oh for like too like, long. Yeah, it's for too long. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah my no. My back starts hurting, my legs start buckling. Just remember the average 
penetrative experience is 2.8 minutes. It's not yeah, supposed you, to be. When I heard you say that, I was like, mm, yeah, I started chanting that word. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I always get that long. <laughs> I always make three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but it, that's the, you know. She said I do now. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like one time my husband, like, cause he almost always makes sure that I come first or like I let him know when I'm ready so that if we're together, we will come together. Like we're, we're well-timed. We've been together for a really long time, but you know, there was one time where, you know, I, I had just finished and he literally exploded on impact and, <laughs> and then he apologized and I'm like, for what? Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, ideal. <laughs> that was exactly how I would like it to happen. How it should go time. every time. Exactly. <laughs> or, I mean, but we're very, I mean, our timing is impeccable at this point, but there is, but it's just like, you've got to have those conversations and I think like what Giancarlo said on his episode that he's a giver. Yeah. A generous yeah. lover. He seemed like he was trying to cook up some ass in the future. <laughs> but he might just be that guy who he's just like the su- the Rico Suave of it all. Just... I sent him a six pack of condoms so that he never has to run to this store in the middle of the night again. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that guy was funny. You have a great you have a very enjoyable show. You know, I definitely added it to my rotation of oh, thank you. keeping up with the episodes. I hope it uh that's that helpful because i was like i was like i don't even know if i want to keep doing this Ugh. oh you should <laughs> absolutely i mean if you don't want to do something no that's... i do but i just don't like i i found out the other day how hard it is to leave a review on somebody's podcast when yeah. i went to leave a review on somebody's podcast i mean i had to google it and i am pretty well versed on how the internet works i had to google how to leave a freaking comment and somebody gave me a two star oh, so God. that means that motherfucker looked it up took the time to say i don't like you <laughs> that's so that's the thing about like that system is i could imagine really it is only going to be people who are looking to give low reviews or people who are looking to give a high review right the who's looking to give a high review isn't probably like a habitual you know good viber <laughs> he's probably somebody that you mentioned please give me the review and he was like you know i got two minutes yeah put the effort in but those guys who are i can definitely imagine some guys are out there like let me see what's trending and i'm just gonna listen to it for five minutes and i'm a critique i'm a critic <laughs> my job is to say this was fucking two stars worthy by my count <laughs> hey i am trending i'm 154th in comedy in bulgaria bulgaria that's what it was bulgaria, i was trying to brag about that i was like she's actually in top 200 and i think i said norway my buddy's like what's going on in norway what are the people in norway doing it's and i was like time. i didn't want to talk about norway it might have been right. a different country <laughs> it's bulgaria no that's no that's awesome just like bring it up is all i can say is if you don't if you're not breaking it up five times over the course of the episode to tell somebody to go give you a high review. You're getting like so many less than, you know, I didn't know that. I have to say, give me a review every couple, every couple, you got to open with it and then close with it. All right. Good tip. That's my opinion. I don't know. What do I know? Right now I think I have eight reviews and seven of them are, you know, like my kids and two of their friends. And then that one person who gave me the two star review. I was I was, I was, I meant to set this joke up and go give you a nice review that said like, and I heard a great guest is coming up <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I forgot, but <laughs> well, you can still do that. Cause this, no, you could do it before Wednesday. Cause Wednesday it'll drop Wednesday morning. Yeah. And it also wouldn't hurt 
like I'm going to be telling the people I share this with like, Hey, and put a fucking review down. Okay. Like I'm yeah. trying to get noticed fucking Google it. up to your, to the guests as they come through, like make sure you fucking tell people. And you yeah. You know them. what? And that's the thing. I haven't done that. I haven't <laughs> even asked anybody to do that. Cause I almost feel it's a little bit, I don't know, pandering. I'd Pander. like people to find it naturally, but it is that's, what it is. You know what I did and I, and I enjoy it. So that has merit and is working. Okay. But I can't take that away from you, but I do listen to podcasts uh, a minimum eight hours a day for five days a week because I go to work and I can put them on. Wow. And and more so, or books on tape. You know, it's not always a podcast. Yeah, but it's almost I'm never music. It's almost always a voice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. I wanted to make sure I gave a recommendation. I don't know if you do like a recommendation corner. No, but go for it. I know you don't because I've listened to a few. <laughs> Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. This book will either just be a great trip or it'll change your life and it won't be anything else. It's so, it's so entertaining. What's it and about? I could, green lines. <laughs> he tells stories <laughs> about his life and then he explains how it is, how that moment was like a green light to him or, or a yellow light oh, all right. or a red light that helped him to kind of be like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep on keeping on. Cause I'm getting all these green lights. <laughs> it's really, ah. he's got fascinating stories and he's a fascinating writer and it's fucking Matthew McConaughey. Like he's, it's, it's already, you're already going to be entertained if you have seen right. a movie in the last 10 years. Cause it's all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's going on my history. audible. He explains the history of, of where that phrase came from, how it came up, you know, a little piece <laughs> of history in there. That's it, awesome. All right. So how can people find you or do you want them to find you? Absolutely. I got a YouTube channel. It's Pancrad on YouTube. It's my, it used to be my gaming channel. Now it's just my still up YouTube channel. I stopped, I stopped being a content creator when my girlfriend was diagnosed and I just kept uh, my day job. Went, went back to, I got a day job, you know, got right. away from that. What was that um, again? Pancrat. That's P-A-N-C-R-A-T on YouTube. Okay. Um, yeah, now that I say it out loud, that's hard to plug and actually get people to turn up to. But uh, it uh, smells like smells like Mike in here on Instagram. Uh, Mike P loves you on Twitter, and I'm just oh, yeah, you know, I'm just I got some I got light content out there, and I'm trying to put the good stuff out and keep the bad stuff under wraps. Nobody ever finds out about and. Hopefully, um, I'd like to do a podcast too, but I'd really like to do it with a co-host. So, right. I'm I was trying like, to find a co-host for this one in the beginning, and I couldn't. So I was just, just like, "Just do it yourself, right?" I'm just gonna do it. Kudos. I I don't have the I don't have the. I don't have well, the, I always have somebody else on the show with me, so it's not like, you know, I I don't understand people who can just talk to themselves for an hour. <laughs> like, I mean, I listen to some of them. Um, yeah, I listen to some of them. Yeah. And then I've got another podcast that I'm doing called Undebatable. And that one I have three co-hosts with. Well, we're all co-hosts of each other. And that one is Is debating. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) much. It it actually reminds me of the old Chelsea Handler show, you know, where somebody just brings up a subject and we all just talk about it, except three of us are not comedians. I, I have never watched the show, but I've heard more about that show behind the scenes. Like what happened? production and, and the people's experience working on that show than really, like really any other show so really? i know i, I was just thought watching. it was i like that you know they would bring up a subject and then everybody would make jokes about it so we just chat about it and it's cool because it's uh uh it, it, we're all very different people there's a gay man who's married 
married. There's a single white guy. There's a black guy who's single. And then there's me who's married and old enough to be all their moms and the only Republican on the group. So mm. it's a quite interesting chat with the three of us on almost any subject. Sure. Got to keep it diverse. Yeah, we didn't even talk. I guess I brought election the politics up. We didn't even talk politics. What a refreshing. Let's not do that. What a refreshing <laughs> move into the future. Hopefully everybody else follows suit. <laughs> yeah, I, I just try not to talk about it as often as possible because we're all not going to agree. So let's just agree to disagree and talk about something else. And, and it seems like really rich people are investing money into us not agreeing. So oh. maybe just yeah, maybe just keep your head down and <laughs> I don't know exactly get and through the day. I remember I read somewhere or I saw something or heard something one time where somebody said in China nobody watches the news because they know it's all propaganda. When will you, the United States figure it out? Well, so then that would be like to keep true to that. Um, circumstance is the answer like when we're all completely you yeah. know uh, under the control of our government because that's what's up in china like <laughs> exactly well i mean but that was that's the point they know yeah. not to they know not to listen to the news because the government fully controls it in yeah. this case like you said it's just a bunch of rich people who want us to fight i wonder if that's true because i would assume that china punishes you if you don't tune into the propaganda but i guess no, I maybe i'm assuming the absolute worst yeah it's not the hunger games yeah well is it have you been to china they're burying their monuments in underground what's up with that it's very strange and unsettling to me there was actually a really really good documentary that i saw before the pandemic hit and i think it was called one child and it's a document on china and how how the government has worked um, to tell them they can only have one child but now they have to undo it because now they have a bunch of old people and they have no young people to take care of them yeah well i didn't know that was the issue i just assumed i didn't actually know they went back on that I thought yeah that they had still... they had to they, and then it's they just kind of a... like a trend now that the families still kind of tend to skew male and or is that totally culturally we're past that i the only reason they did they got rid of all the girls is because the girls couldn't carry on the family name so if yeah, you had a girl work. first you got rid of her yeah or they could um, work the land too. or they would hide them but anyway it was a really very interesting documentary about you know stuff i didn't know hmm. which i think is the point of a documentary to yeah, educate people. <laughs> if, yeah if you're watching documentaries to reinforce your bias that's a little I, bit besides the point i'd say <laughs> true true that um, all right so you can find me on um instagram at standup comedy sex ed uh, my website is standupcomedysexed.com. I also have raylenetaskoski.com. That's my speaker website. And I have a Facebook group just for this podcast. So you can participate in polls, ask questions, and politely share an alternate point of view. And generally, let us know what you think of the episode. So search for Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed Podcast on Facebook. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts, share, and, you know, let us know what you think. Like, don't give me a two-star review without telling me why it was a two-star review. That's just rude. You should, you should honestly feel to have that taken down. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to mention is uh, at, in my other company, which a lot of people know who what it is. Some of you don't. I'm having a flash sale on November 19th, which is also my 52nd birthday. So if you want to participate in that flash sale, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash Raylene's flash sale. 
You do have to be a woman. I don't let any men in there, but you can also shop. If you go to standupcomedysexed.com and you look, there's also a link to the flash sale and all of the sales will also be up there. And then you can shop if you are a guy. So I saw you, I saw your snotty little face. Yeah, I said, 2000 no years of men being the dominant power in the world. And you're telling me now I can't shop at your online store. You I mean, can't, you can't be on. in that Facebook group so, oh, because the, the company oh. itself all of our parties are women only. And so I try to make sure that any place that I'm selling the products is still, I keep the, uh, the general thing, but you can shop from the standupcomedysexed.com website. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for coming on my show, Michael. Thank that was so a lot of fun. And I hope you feel better. Thank you. I, I hope I wasn't an unpleasant guest, but thank no, you I paused much. all the unpleasantness <laughs> <laughs> thank you. and, uh, right. and tell your girlfriend, I said, hi, and she should go to my flash sale. <laughs> I, I will bring that up to her. Thank you very All much. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Have, have a good one.